Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. ...at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. All right, every... Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, we wrap with Roycey here on the Mackie and Judd podcast and the Score North YouTube channel. Uh, Pat, give us give us one descriptive word to uh, to describe what you saw in that Vikings Bengals game. Uh, disorganized, maybe would yeah. be uh, a word. I, Judd and I talked about this yesterday. They just, I'm not suggesting that the fellas. Uh, uh, weren't ready to play for Zim. I'm suggesting they weren't prepared during the the uh, whatever we call training camp exhibition season. Uh, they just didn't look like they'd practiced. <laughs> I don't know what the, you know what what was going on, but it was just just very even for an opener, it was very disorganized. And uh, I think we probably do see more of that now with the little with the uh, lack of contact and the lack of serious uh, training camp they can have, you know, they, they, they really physically don't challenge the, the players uh, much in, in uh, the preseason anymore or the training camp. But uh, I don't know I, if I saw that, if, if, if Zim had it to do over again, he'd uh, take his uh, five best offensive linemen and have them play a hundred snaps in the exhibition games instead of, 22 or whatever the hell it was. Or maybe just uh, maybe just take 100 snap counts in the huddle so everyone knows what yes. the snap count is at the yes. very least. Now, Jed told us he saw him pra- trying to practice some of that uh, stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. There and, uh, but uh, that doesn't. That doesn't uh, work the same. Uh, that my that's my contention is that uh, I mean, that's not my assumption, assumption. It's a guess that. They just don't listen to him and his guys as much as they did two years ago. They're sick of hearing the same stuff, you know. So I, I think that I you know, why is Zim job in trouble this year? Because it's year seven. That's why. Because it's you know that's a long run for a coach, and he's got to accomplish something. He was close. He was close after uh, Keenum to Diggs, but. Uh, uh, they've been been going backwards ever since, and uh, I just you know being nine and seven, nine and 
eight and making the playoffs and losing in the first round, I don't see that as enough. I think he's gone if, uh, if that's what happened. So uh, we did get um, we did get reflective, Mike. Though in, in the day after presser, Patrick, we got the I made some mistakes on defensive play calls. I think somebody got to Mike and said, "If you go ballistic right now, you're going to lose mm-hmm. everybody." And so Mike was. I'm curious how long we get this Mike, which is I made some mistakes. We actually didn't play that poorly because this is not his personality for long. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's probably correct. Uh, it, you know, the offensive line certainly got beat up, and that had nothing to do with Mike. I mean, they got beat up, and they were a bunch of stumble bums. How uh, concerned should uh, Viking fandom be about the secondary in general? I, I, I'm, you know, they, they, you know, they brought in two corner cornerbacks, and they were, you know, thought they were on the way to patching things up, but they. I'd let Anthony Harris go as a safety, and uh, I don't know. I'd be uh, I'd be a little concerned there because your star of the secondary is what thirty two now, Harrison, Harrison Smith, and uh, and uh, I, I think that's your weakness there. And they Danny Danielle Hunter and uh, how, what is our uh, scouting report on uh, what occurred at the other uh, defensive end position? Did we have any uh, opposite Daniel Hunter? You're saying yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I can just I, listen. I haven't had time yet with my busy schedule to break down the all 22 a third time yet, Pat. Um, but according to pro football, so Daniel Hunter was, was oftentimes double teamed and, um, very good the, advice, very good uh, strategy, by the way. He did get a sack, however, in that mm-hmm. game, but according to pro football focus, um, Steven Weatherly, who only played 17 snaps, was the highest graded player on defense for the Vikings. So he was effective. He was mostly out there for for the running plays. Other than that, DJ Wanham did not really get much pressure, and uh, he was out there for the majority of the the other snaps at right defensive end. So not not a whole lot happening. The Steven Weatherly thing really offends me because they call him in and make him take a five hundred thousand dollar <laughs> cut for no reason. Just to make him take a cut because yeah. they don't have a cap problem. It's not, they just did it, did it because they could. And, yeah, pretty much. You know, <laughs> That's, what teams do. A, That's pretty much. Yeah. By all accounts, he's a good dude. He's a hard worker. You brought him back, you gave him some pats on the back, and then you say, eh, you know, we don't want to pay as much as we thought. Pay wouldn't believe it. They actually made Chad Greenway take another pay cut last week, too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from Grey Doc. After he played 400 plays, they didn't give him any of that money back either. They, <laughs> you're going to be a part-time player, so we got to cut your salary in half, Chad. <laughs> You've been a noble warrior and all that. Okay, Chad, well, as it turned out, you played 401 plays, but we're not giving any of it back to you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's amazing to me what the NFL gets away with and uh, – how they can ha- they can they can create the most paranoid workforce in sports while they're making more money than anybody else. Now I know they have more people to pay than everybody else, but uh, they they create enough of a of a. As I said before, the one reason I admired Kirk is when they said to him, "How much am I gonna? How much are we gonna have to guarantee in this three year contract?" He and his agent said all of it, 100%. He's one of the, maybe the only high-profile guy to do that. So, 
Very disappointed, though, uh, that we couldn't uh, get the uh, the traditional Packer call-in show uh, comments uh, yesterday. We were we were hoping for those, but I guess we we had a hard time capturing them over the evening or something, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Let's uh, let's let's uh, check in real quick on Packer vent line here on Mackie and Judd. <laughs> That was the most pathetic f- football game I've ever listened to. And I was going to throw my radio outside the garage because I've done it twice already, and they weren't no cheap radios either. They were stereos. I've thrown them out of the garage when I get <laughs> irritated enough, and I was about, about two inches away from throwing it out the, the garage door. Uh, why, doesn't he, why doesn't he have a TV? If he doesn't have, why does he have an expensive radio instead of a TV? Don't ask, don't ask questions about Packer fans. Just appreciate them. <laughs> I would say, you know, get yourself a cheap TV instead of an expensive radio, and you'll be better off. Oh now. God! Let's check in on. Let's check in here on uh, James in Waukesha, courtesy of our friends on the Fan in Milwaukee. <laughs> I knew midway through the third quarter. All right, let's put let's put the kid in, right. Jordan Love. Okay. All right, give him some time. All right, the game's over. <laughs> hey, what was the, the blonde crying there? What game was that? That was the playoff game years ago, and and she became she became like a, a Twitter or or Facebook star off of that. <laughs> I think it was her and her sister, and her sister found yes, it so her, hilarious that she was sister, crying. And I'm sure her sister said it out. Yeah. I'm sure both of them driving after being served too much decided oh, yeah. to, to whip out the phone and record her. Sister. Yes, that's uh, yeah. I'm, the 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 Highway Patrol of Wisconsin ought to be proud of themselves that this video was being taken and they didn't do anything about it. Right? Nope. Nope. Oh man. Hey so, Pat. Pat did. Does Phil know that we are talking right, right now to one of the prominent football, not just pro, but college too, insiders in the country? Well, it's appearing to look that way yesterday. Because, because yesterday, yesterday you said Clay Helton is in trouble at Southern Cal, and hours after you said that an, un, an unchained, he was fired, and you said P.J. Fleck would be a candidate for that job, and I believe it was Rittenberg of ESPN then tweets, PJ Fleck is a potential candidate. We are wow. You and wow. Sid Hartman, man. Not and since this, this comes, of course, only uh, hours after uh, my guy Jameis Winston, who I, I became the only Jameis Winston fan in America, leading up to the opener. And uh, you a- and you and PFF Eric Eager are, are the <laughs> yeah, only two guys. PFF. Look at- <laughs> PFF Very Pat, good. dude, can we change your Twitter handle to PFF Pat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, well, they the Southern Cal fans, though, are psychotic, right? They think it's still Johnny Robinson having a Heisman winning running back or McKay every two years, right? OJ and, you know, uh, who's the guy that scored the six touchdowns like Anthony Anthony Davis and all, all those guys, you know, they think that they still have that glorious thing. So they're talking about 
Urban Meyer leaving Jacksonville to come back to Southern Cal. Be like in two weeks, not not wait until the end of the season. He's gonna he's gonna do it in two weeks. They're they they're the job opens up and they're like, oh no, you know we we're gonna have. Everything. Is he he's gonna pull a Bobby Petrino and just like tell yeah. his assist, just leave a note in everyone's locker yeah, and Holtz, peace out. You know, just Lou Holtz <laughs> did that too when he left the Jets, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's a job PJ would take because it is prestigious Southern Cal. And they, what's interesting is they just had a really good recruiting year. Uh, I mean, they have these coming, these recruits coming in, I mean, this year and then next year too. And this assistant that they named, uh, Dante Williams, uh, an African American gent was supposedly a big recruiter. So, if they do well, they might, he might get to keep the job, and then PJ wouldn't get it. But I, I'm just saying that if I'm PJ, my vibe is he's restless right now. That he's restless right now. But Pat, what do you mean? He said at his introductory press conference that this is the job he wants to retire in. Why would he have changed that mindset in the last five years? Why would why would this not still be a retirement job? Well, that's what I said when I went to the St. Paul paper too. And then I left. Uh, I want to retire here. <laughs> yeah, I want to retire. That's what Judd said uh, for the, my, the first week at, of the Judd the Judd and Fun show back in. This is the show. At my introductory press conference at Luigi's Bar uh, across the street, I said, "Boy, I think I want to be here the rest of my life." <laughs> now, give me a fourteenth gin and tonic. Yeah. So, wait, so did did Rittenberg is Rittenberg just sort of speculating, or Who is he out. is he reporting that this is an actual interest from There's USC? Not going to be any job really that in, in a in a prominent college job that he's not throwing out as one of the names i'm sure you know washington i told you you saw it out in washington didn't you they want that they want jimmy lake fired yes and and pj's i saw a bunch of at least the fans were nominating pj right away after the uh after the somewhat disappointing loss to the montana grizzlies in the opener and i gotta say it's the land of 10,000 lakes in Minnesota, but there's a lot of water in the Washington yeah, area, too. Like, you know, you, there's a lot of just, I mean, there's, you got the Pacific Ocean. There's a lot of area to row a boat. I'm just you saying. You got the good seafood. Yes, yeah. yes. But I don't think that would, I, I don't, that name is, they're in, a, they're in a little better situation with the Gophers because of their history, the Washington Huskies. But they've got the same market problem that the, like, that the, Gophers do. They get the Seahawks, and you know you're you're the second your second fiddle in that market, or third fiddle. Now that the Kraken are there, and uh, and that you know, why would you want to leave here and go to Seattle? It's the same job, basically, in, in yeah. a lesser in a lesser conference. Southern Cal, they, he he could he could he could come back with all his wonderful memories of when Southern Cal football was was dominated the national scene. So. Yeah, go live in L.A. You know, you can you can hobnob with the Sean McVeighs and go to Laker games and oh, stuff. Oh, that would be, yes. A He'd lot of people a lot of people don't still don't realize Southern Cal is a private institution. Too. Mm-hmm. It's not a, you know, it's not a, you know, the, the uh, you know, public school like UCLA is. Yeah. He's, uh, and the, the other thing about, uh, you know, the other thing about so you're right about Southern Cal is uh, the the thing about it. I guess they'd finally spent a bunch of money out there on their facilities too. 
you know, they, they, they had let their facilities deteriorate quite a bit. It's a different kind of outfit, though. For years it was. Maybe it's changed. But when Carol was there, people just, reporters and fans and everybody, they just went and watched practice. They stood in the sideline and watched practice. And a very kind of a, the big boosters that just come and walk around the sidelines and watch practice. And go handing cash game. out is great. I was going to yes. say, yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah. paid the player so much. It didn't matter. It beat tattoos, you know. That, you know. You know, that kid's looking a little little uh, skinny to me. They might go over and give him $100 for dinner before if he, <laughs> if he deflected a pass at practice or something. Hey, anyway. hey, what do you guys, we haven't talked about us. this. Uh, this Gable Stevenson is an amazing story, isn't it, Jed? Oh, and, absolutely. And Phil and Declan, I mean, he's going to the W. He's going to wrestle for the Gophers. It's yeah, brilliant. They made, they made a big deal out of it again. I caught like it's, 30 seconds of Monday Night Raw, and they were promoting it again last yeah, night. Yeah, it's going to be a – it's going to be like a – it's a good – he's going to be a living promotion for WWE while yep. he's wrestling for the I'll Gophers. tell you, Pat, they, and they've done – I mean, I, there's probably some examples that didn't work out, but like some of their biggest stars have come from amateur wrestling. Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle – uh, you know, Shelton Benjamin wasn't a big, big star, but so this could be this could be big this for kid, Gable Stevenson. I think Benjamin was the same. Brock beat you because he was so damn big, right? I mean, Brock was, came back. Brock came back with a massive beard and ponytail about two weeks ago, too. Yes. But this kid is this kid's a they can he's an athlete. They can have him do anything they want to do, you know, with him. He's he's going to be a he's going to be a phenomenon. And according to you guys. They need that because the AEW is challenging them uh, robustly. AEW just did the biggest pay-per-view, the biggest non-WWE pay-per-view in, in like 20 or 25 years. And I think they just passed their Wednesday night TV rating, 18 to 49, just passed Monday Night Raw last week for the first time. So WWE is officially in trouble. Yes. Do you realize I had this thought and it has, I, I was thinking back to, for some reason, in night, this is not college, but it tells you the mentality that existed. In 1961, Minneapolis Roosevelt had a great basketball team, and they got thrown out of the state tournament on Tuesday night, or maybe Wednesday night, because when they lost, when they defeated Mound in the in the fi- regional final, a kid from Mound noticed that one of their players who came off the bench at the end of the route that for Roosevelt, he had seen him playing in this Jewish summer, you know, tournament, this, the Demole league, which was a little, it was a three day tournament for a bunch of basically a pickup tournament. And, and he had a teammate from the same school. So they had out of school, they had, you could not have out of season teammates practicing together. Yeah. And they threw them out of the state tournament. And now, of course, our summer athletics are bigger than our our in season athletics. And we we have thrown out college players for Musselman had sixty some violations were tied to Bill Klein's green Oldsmobile that he gave them <laughs> to, you know, and they, they let the guys drive that that car around, the green Oldsmobile. They let him drive that car around. And now we got a guy, now we got an employee 
from the WWE. I love it, yeah. I love it too. But it's, it's amazing. It's, so let's... It's, it's mind-blowing for uh, Pat, us. Real over. quick, you remember, I think it was, it might have been, was it the end of Roycey and Mackie or one of the first years of Mackie and Judd at the State Fair? And Rachel Bannum came up. She was a freshman phenom, oh, right? right? Yeah. Rachel Bannum came up, and we had the maroon and gold-themed 1500 ESPN T-shirts. And we are, you know, we're giving them away and whatever. Yeah. And so she comes walking up, and, and I toss her a T-shirt. And she looks over at the assistant's, you know, athletic yeah. communications person, the woman shakes her head, and she had to give she had to give a ten dollar t shirt back from the state fair because yes, it was a violation. And we couldn't have given her a free gizmo either because right. what they, <laughs> you right. take their you get one of their players to go out to lunch with you, and you couldn't buy them lunch. Yeah. You had to make sure you didn't buy them they couldn't, lunch. They couldn't get report. jobs, Pat. Huh? They couldn't get jobs. They legally couldn't get jobs, or they well, they'd be they could, but they had to. Be not just any old job. They had to be, you know. Well, right, but I mean, can't be using your name and like you can't you can't have a YouTube channel. You know what? You know, yeah. I'm telling you, let's put all the banners back up at every school. Yeah, you're damn right. Let's put them yeah. all back up and say we're retroactively we are declaring everybody. We ought to sell as historical documents uh, copies of Jan Gangelhoff's menstrual cycle paper that uh, basically got all these guys. Uh, yeah, got poor Cord- got poor Cordy paper. James, he didn't have time for that paper. <laughs> no, no. He didn't no. have time. Oh, man. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Did, it's a um, wild world, and I love it. But Did you see the – did did you see Rocco's meltdown after the Yankees game yesterday? I did not see it, but were they uh, – did, w- did our guy Tyler Duffy get robbed? Did he? So, yes. So, Jeff Nelson missed, like, two or three pitches. Bad. Wow. And As Duffy was – rallying. Yes. And and so, Duffy then got yanked. Colomay came in, and I think he gave up a three-run home run yes. to tie the score. But it, but the point is this. Rocco, in the post game for him, completely yeah. melted down. Use the word people are pissed off and we yeah. do all this. It, it's just, it was a really odd, it was a really interesting time for him to melt down for maybe the first time since he's been here. Well, and uh, Jeff Nelson used to be a great umpire, but he is, uh, I've seen him a few times this year and he's getting a little age on him. He's, uh, he's not what he used to be. And uh, boy, you can't, uh, you know, a good, if, if Rocco belted it down, it must have been bad. But the other thing is, Got that kid at home now. He might be a little short on. Someone sleep, tweeted you know? that. <laughs> that was tweeted, on, and I rock. <laughs> think it might be true. <laughs> yes, it might be. It might be. Uh, by the way, uh, bet a lot of money on uh, Toronto uh, here in the last uh, three weeks because they get to pay, play our boys seven times as they go to the finish line, and they're averaging. They had eight again last night. And uh, John Gant, our new superstar, left with an abdominal strain. So, uh, oof. Let's mm. hope they don't give up 11, 11, and 22 like yeah. Baltimore did. Yeah. Uh, well, Pat, we got to run, but uh, we'll keep our eye on uh, the Adam Schefter of Big Ten coaching changes, Patrick Royce's Twitter account for any PJ Fleck PFF updates Pat. here. Yep. Now, it's better if he goes to Southern Talent <laughs> than Nebraska because they're both going to be open. So. That's true. Yep. All, right. All right, Pat. We'll see you tomorrow. That's uh, wrapping Bye. with Royce here on the Mackie and Judd podcast and Score North YouTube channel. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.